open eyes that we may see to follow the within description and practical applications. Okay, time, it's time, it's time again for the daily devotional of the day. Daily devotional of the day is book of Numbers chapter 33, 1 through 56. Numbers chapter 33, 1 through 56. And it speaks about Israel's journey review. Israel's journey review. So, 
I want you to get your coffee, your bagels, your orange juice, whatever you're going to snack on during this conversation. And get your Bibles, your tablets, your cell phones, however you may read the word, and come on and join me for this portion of Daily Devotional, Numbers chapter 33, 1 through 50, 1 through 56, (laughs) Israel's, Israel's Journey Review. All right, now, come on, let's get busy. All right, all right, all right. It's time for us to read this word. It's time for us to read this word. We are in the book of Numbers. Chapter 33, 1 through 56, and it reads, These are the journeys of the children of Israel, which went forth out of the land of Egypt with their armies under the hand of Moses and Aaron. And Moses wrote their goings out according to their journeys by the commandment of the Lord. And these are their journeys according to their goings out. And they departed from Ramesses in the first month, on the 15th day of the first month. On the morrow after the Passover, the children of Israel went out with an high hand in the sight of all the Egyptians. For the Egyptians buried all their firstborn, which the Lord had smitten among them. Upon their gods also the Lord executed judgment. And the children of Israel removed from Ramesses and pitched in Sakoth. And they departed from Sakoth and pitched in Etham, which is in the edge of the wilderness. And they removed from Etham and turned again unto Pinhah. Penhazeroth, which is before Belazabon, and they pitched before Migdal, Migdal, and they departed from before Penhazeroth, and passed through the midst of the sea into the wilderness. And went three days' journey in the wilderness of Etham, and pitched in Mara. And they removed from Mara and came unto Elam. And in Elam were twelve fountains of water, and threescore and ten palm trees, and they pitched there. And they removed from Elam and encamped by the Red Sea. And they removed from the Red Sea and encamped in the wilderness of Sin. And they took their journey out of the wilderness of Sin and encamped in Dobkath. 
and they departed from Dothkuf and encamped in Alush. And they ruled from Alush and encamped in Ripahadam. Ripahadam. Where was no water for the people to drink? And they departed from Ripahadam. Ripahadam and pitched in the wilderness of Sinai. And they removed and they removed from the desert of Sinai and pitched in Kimbroth Hatabar. And they departed from Kimbroth Hatabar and encamped in Hazaroth. And they departed from Hazaroth and pitched in Ritma. And they departed from Ritma and pitched in Ramon Pazar. Ramon Pazraz. Okay. And they departed from Ramon Pazraz and pitched in Libna. And they removed from Libna and pitched in Risha. And they, rem- and they journeyed for Rish- Rish- Risha and pitched in Kihalatawa. And they went from Kihalata and pitched in Mount Schiffer. Schaefer. And they removed from Mount Schaefer and they camped in Harada. And they removed from Rahada and pitched in Makala. Makala. And they removed from Makala. And encamped in Titha. And they departed from Titha and pitched in Tara. And they removed from Tara and pitched in Mitka. And they went from Mitka and pitched for and pitched in Hashma. Hashmana. And they departed from Hashmana. And encamped in Moserah. And they departed from Mo, Mos, Mo, Moserath and pitched in Ben Jakan. And they removed from Ben Jakan and encamped in Hohagaday. And they went from Hohagaday and, and pitched in Jabathra. Jabathra. And they removed from Jabathra. And encamped in Ebora, Eborna, and they departed from Deborna, and encamped in Ez, Ezagaba, 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 and they removed from Ezagaba and pitched in the wilderness of Zion, which is Kadesh, and they removed. From Kadesh and pitched in Mount Hor in the edge of the land of Edom. And Aaron the priest went up into Mount Hor at the commandment of the Lord and died there. In the fortieth year after the children of Israel were come out of the land of Egypt in the first day of the fifth month. And Aaron was an hundred and two. Twenty and three years old when he died in Mount Hor. And King Arak the Canaanite 
which dwelt in the south of south in the land of Canaan, heard of the coming of the children of Israel, and they departed from Mount Hor and pitched in Zalmanah. Zalmanah. And they departed from Zalmanah and pitched in Punim, Punan. And they, they and they departed from Punan and pitched in Oboth. And they departed from Oboth and pit and pitched in Ajabaram in the border of Moab. And they departed from Im and pitched in Dig Digbangad. Digbanon. Dig And they removed from Digbangad and encamped in Alom de Balam. Alone Diabalam, and they removed from Alone Diabalam and pitched in the mountains of Abram, Abraham, before Nebo. And they departed from the mountains of Abraham and pitched in the, in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho. And they pitched by Jordan from Beth Jesimoth, even unto Abel Shittim in, in the plains of Moab. And the Lord spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye pass over Jordan to the land of into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quick pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispose the inhabitants of the land, depossess. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell therein. For I have given you the land to possess it. And ye shall divide the land by lot for an inheritance among your families. And to the more ye shall give the more inheritance. And to the fewer ye shall give the less inheritance. Every man's inheritance shall be in the place where his lot falleth, according to the tribes of his fathers ye shall inherit. But if ye will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which ye let remain of them shall be pricked, shall be pricked in your eyes and thorns in your side and shall vex you in the land wherein ye dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. Ooh, just read um, um, Numbers chapter 33, 1-56. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done and all that you 
all that you have done and all that you are going to do. You, God, you taught, you are teaching us something new every day. Regardless of how many times we read this word, you're teaching us something new every day. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us. Teaching us in the way that we should go. Teaching us in the way that we should survive. And teaching us in the way that we should depend on you at all times. And you are not going to lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom power and the glory forever and ever. May you add a blessing to the reading of this word. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. review here. Let's do this review. It is speaking of Numbers chapter 33, 1 through 56. And we see that in this new season, um, God has brought them a mighty long way. The Israelites a mighty long way. And we see that the journey is in review mode in this chapter. And it speaks of where they came from, from the land of Egypt. By the, the time that they left from Egypt up until the current moment now. Current moment where they're going to go into the promised land and they're getting getting ready to possess the land that they uh, have been promised by God. And it shows that um, under the leadership of Moses and Aaron, uh, things were kind of rocky at the beginning. Okay? They were kind of rocky. And it shows the pathway of them, what they dealt with, where they moved to and fro during their journey in the wilderness, and how God steps in. And he tells them that he's going to be their leader and he wants to be the only person that gets that accolade during his journey. But because of their hard-headedness during the time when he sent the 12 out from the 12 tribes to, to survey the land, that only one came back, Caleb. Caleb went with the other 11, but the other 11 came back and gave a false report. And because of their not having faith or not stepping out on faith or not believing God for what he was delivering 
He was delivering them from and to, and he was giving them a new life that set them back 40 years. They was all, they was all, they were right there on the cusp, but because of their unbelief and their disobedience, during this journey, it cost them to be in the, in the wilderness 40, 40 years. Okay? During this 40 years, God decides to relieve them of some of the non-believers, some of the haters, some of the, uh, um, how could I say, some of the God got rid of the haters, unbelievers, the backstabbers, the underminers, the the rebellious spirits. God cleansed out the group. And when God cleansed out the group, it was a form of, I'm going to start over. During that 40 year process, he decides who can go and who is going to stay in the group. And during this process, all of the 11 except for Caleb are dead. Caleb is the only one, and Elijah is um, the son of Aaron um, that survives this trip. And even Aaron dies because of his disobedience um, when it came to um, unbelieving about the water in the rock, about his unbelief. And in the, the, the during this trip, you see that because of people, Because of other people's opinion, because of other people's belief about wanting to go back to Egypt. Why did you have us out here in this wilderness? We're going to die. We're going to this. We're going to that. They were complaining. They were murmuring. They were uh, bickering. They were uh, running amok. God gave them chance after chance after chance, and he just said, look, I'm just go ahead and alleviate all of the fake and the phony and all of the non-believers and all of the haters and all of the um, gossipers, whoremongers, and I'm just going to start over. I'm just going to start over, you know, because these people are an ungrateful group. And they don't see their blessings in their face. They don't see the blessings that were presented to them in their face. When they were hungry, God gave them manna. When they were thirsty, God gave them water. God did everything that he could for these people. But God says, I'm going to start anew. So the people that come out of Egypt are all dead. Except for Moses. In that, in that, in that miracle. All but one 
are dead. That's Moses. And then Moses, because of his um, disbelief with the, the, you know, the rock and the water, he also is forbidden to go into the kingdom. And new leadership is placed underneath, under him, uh, uh, who is Joshua. And Joshua has to go through this ritual of he had to learn everything that Moses has to do for the children of Israel. He is given this mantle of being passed the mantle of leadership. Joshua is passed this leadership mantle for the children of Israel. Even because of Moses can't go. He can look at it. He can go, he can, he can look at it from the highest mountain, and but he can't go in it. And it shows that God has given them an ultimatum in the end. God has given them an ultimatum. And he says, <clears throat> so during this time. During this time, it is you know during this time it is it is given to them that this is what they shall do. And God tells them, if you don't do, if you don't go into this promised land. And you do not do what I ask you to do. Um, this is what's gonna happen. He asks the children of He asked the children of Gad. And um, let's see what it is. Okay, he asked, he asked them to go and possess this land. And if you do not possess this land, but if ye will not drive out the inhabitants in the land from before you, then I shall come to then it shall come to pass that those which ye let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides and shall vex you in the land wherein ye dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I, that I, that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. That's God's ultimatum. If you don't go and do what I ask you to do, and um, you know, possess this land, do what I. If you do what I ask you to do, you'll be fine. But if you disobey me, everything that I want you to do to somebody else, I'm going to reverse that and present and, and present it, and and it shall come unto you. That's deep. That's deep. This is the this this is the time where God puts his foot down to tell them, look, you need to do this. 
You need to get yourself right. You need to get it together. You know, that's just like an everyday life. You know, and, and God says, I've had enough of your foolishness. I had enough of you running around drinking. I had enough of you being a whore. I had enough of you being a prostitute. I had enough of you being um a, a wayward person. Person don't have they stuff together. That's not putting me first. That's doing all this worldly stuff. And I'm just tired. I'm tired of you wasting your life on foolishness. That's how God speaks to us in a time that he has had enough of us. He will create things when he has had enough of your foolishness, where he will open your eyes for you to see, look, I'm sick of your foolishness. I need you to come in and do what I ask you to do. Or some things will happen to you which I placed on, which I'm, 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 I'm giving you this, this, ult, this ultimatum. It's really not an ultimatum. It's, it's, I'm, like a, that's like a parent. I have had enough of your foolishness. Well, you have to come in and and dwell with me. You have to do as I say, and stop all the stupidity. You're running around looking like a chicken with your head cut off, doing all this all crazy, outrageous stuff, and all you want to do is keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, and it's not getting you nowhere. When are you going to wake up and understand that if you come and let, let me lead you, you'll be better off? So, that is the thing. God has said, I have had enough. I have gotten rid of all the old spirits, the haters, the complainers, the murmuring, the the whorish, the uh, drunkards, the 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 people that that don't follow directions, that that bicker, murmur, and complain, and always think about themselves. They're selfish, and then I got rid of all of those spirits. I got rid of all of that old stuff that came out of Egypt. Now I'm trying to build something new here, and you you either gonna do it or you ain't. Or I'ma just I'ma just turn around, and you're gonna have this pain. You're gonna have thorn. the the people that I want you to conquer. If you don't conquer them now, that's just like God said. If you don't conquer your demons now, your demons are gonna control you. If you're a drug addict, if you you shoot up heroin, smoking crack, drinking all the time. Do, jumping from man to man to man, woman to woman to woman, uh, doing all these things that's, that's, that has nothing to do with your purpose, I will turn around and you. this will be a thorn in your side for the rest of your life if you don't drop this foolishness now. That's what it, that's what it all, all pans out to. I'm ready to I'm ready to give you the desires of your heart, but you just have to put that old stuff down. Put it down, put it away. It, it serves you no purpose. It is not the godly way. It is not what I want for you. These old habits, these mannerisms, this negativity, this gossip, this backbiting, this this undermining other people's leadership, um, uh, 
going in the church and and causing a bunch of confusion. And then the, even the even the leadership of the church has a has a role to play in how his church is run. This uh, I'm speaking this across the board that everybody that's doing something in leadership, not just pastors. In business, whatever you do in your leadership role, you have to submit to God first. Stop thinking, oh well, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it, and then may wonder why your why your church is members leaving, um, um, why you can't keep nobody on your in in these job positions that you're hiring for, um, uh, you you just running them up, doing whatever you want, and then and and, and it's being disobedient. You see, Moses can't go into the land. Moses can't go nowhere because of his disobedience. God said, speak to the rock, not strike the rock but for the water. But, but because of him and Aaron's unbelief, neither him, Moses or Aaron are going into the promised land because of their disobedience. What makes you think you're any different? No. And God sees all, knows all, and you can't hide nothing from God. As you can see in this in the, in in this revelation here that he has brought them a mighty long way, but because of their disobedience, I got rid of all them old people that came out of Egypt. <laughs> you get ready to get some new leadership when you walk into this land. You're getting ready to start a new life that I have for you if you would just obey. So that is what this chapter is about. It's about laying down all that old stuff that you used to do in your life. All that old stuff. I mean, it don't look. If you was a preacher that's drinking and smoking and getting high on the weekend, and then you go preach in a pulpit on Sunday, that ain't that ain't you know that ain't that that's not what God wants for you. He wants you to leave with head held high. Uh, come in, have respect for yourself and have respect for your church and your members. If you lead in the business, come in, have your meetings, uh, know what you're going to talk about, know what you're going to do, know what it's about. Don't just throw some stuff together and think it's going to work. When it comes to life, period, God wants total control over your life. He wants total dominion over everything that you do and say and the way you act. So, what is gonna be? What is it gonna be? What is it gonna what is it gonna be for you when it comes to this new life that God is wanting to give you? Are you going to obey and put all that other stuff down? Or are you just going to be like, oh, well, jingle bells, whatever. All right, I'm going to just keep doing out here. I'm going to just keep sleeping with these women. I'm going to just keep going around. I'm going to just keep jumping from man to man because I got I got issues I don't want to resolve. 
or I'm going to just jump from this dude, that dude, this woman, that woman, because I got mommy issues. When you let God come and control everything about your life, he he will restore you. He will renew you. All things passed away, okay? When you come and start your new life with God, start your new beginning, whether you're moving from place to place to place, and you say, Lord, I'm tired of jumping around. I'm tired. I want to sit down. I'm tired of being out there in the world doing nothingness, and it's adding up to nothing. That's what God, God wants complete control over your life, and he wants you to start anew. He don't want you bringing all that old stuff with him, though. That ain't happening. That ain't cool. Okay? I want to thank y'all for listening to uh, Daily Devotional today. And I want to put this, I want to say this. Um, If you have been to my website, please forgive me. It still needs critiquing. But if you reach out to me through the email Email address, we can go from Dale. I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and I will be glad to help you with an order if you choose to go that way, okay? My website is still needs critiquing. And I thank you for listening today. If you want to place an ad for your business, a 60-second ad on the podcast, reach out to me in Messenger, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. Leave your name, your number, uh, and an email address where I can reach you at, okay? Please. Thank you. I love y'all, and y'all have a blessed day. Bye, babies. Hello everyone and welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson-Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app. Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Thank you.